if you're at like that super low point where you're like so tired, so exhausted, you've been running around all day and done all these chores and the day job and all of that, and it comes down to the end of the day, what what motivation do you have left inside of you to do that thing that, that you want to do? Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. I'm Femke. And I'm Charlie. Today's topic comes to us by way of an email from a listener, actually, which is really cool. We love when we can do episodes that people are really interested in hearing about, you know, a topic that's been specifically requested. Today's topic is going to be motivation. And this came to us through an email from Michael, and he said that I find that my full-time job and side projects are very similar kinds of work and that by the time I get home I'm creatively burnt out from the day with no motivation or mental capacity left to solve the kind of creative problems inherent in my work, leading to mediocre work that I know is not the best I can do. I think it's safe to say this is a problem that many creatives go through so we're excited to talk about it today. We're going to cover what motivates us, how we find motivation and what we do when motivation is lacking like in Michael's situation. First, though, the usual side project check-in. How's everything been going, Fem? We saw each other very recently because we spent the weekend in Prague, but what have you been up to since then? Yeah, we had an awesome weekend together over Easter, didn't we? It was so cool to hang out. Uh, So I've had a short week, I guess, considering Easter has just passed. Been trying to catch up on things and put out a new blog post yesterday, uh, which is about my client onboarding process and trying to share a bit of tips and tricks and encourage others to streamline their client onboarding process when it comes to freelancing and I've had a pretty good you know good feedback from that so far which has been pretty rewarding uh, and along with that of course the daily Instagram posts which I have fell behind a bit this week unfortunately so uh, I missed a couple days but made up for it by posting to the next day and that's just because of like on Monday we got home super late uh, from Prague and so as soon as I got home all I could think about was bed Uh, and similar last night I had some birthday dinner drinks so I got home super late and all I could think about was bed (laughs) so it's just been one of those weeks of having a couple late nights and forgetting to to do my Instagram post but making up for it the next day so it's been one of those weeks really of like a short week but also like still trying to cram like the same amount of content output in a short week Uh, so yeah it's been one of those (laughs) what what about you though yeah I've had one of those weeks as well I think it's taken me a while to get back into the routine after having a break away from the laptop can you believe that I did not take my laptop with me for like four days? <laughs> I know. I, I don't know how you did that. So for the listeners, I brought my laptop with me to Prague because, you know, but Charlie miraculously left hers behind. You were so organized that you had everything like prepared and scheduled in advance. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far because I've definitely been like paying for it this week. I'm quite behind on a lot of my things and like yeah. been basically spending the week trying to get back on top of things again. It was really good to have that break though. I think that it's important to do that every now and then. And in a way, I think that leaving my house, like going to another country is the only way I can really shut off my laptop and not focus on it. Because if I just have my laptop there at home, 
of course I'm going to open it and work on things every now and then. I find it really hard to switch off in that way. So it was a good weekend for that. And now I'm just been trying to get back on track with stuff and make lots of plans for going forward. Yeah, so overall, good week then. Short, stressful, but but good. Yeah. I think actually this week comes at, well, this topic comes at a good time in relation to this week. I feel like a lot of the people who listen to this show are, you know, really motivated people. We're all working on side projects or have big ideas and plans. But every now and then that lack of motivation just strikes. So we asked people, what are the things that that breaks that motivation for them? And for me, a break in routine is definitely has a negative effect on my motivation. Yeah, it kind of is similar in some ways to what we talked about last week, which was creative block. And we talked a little bit about, you know, how you can't just pull creativity out of your brain whenever you want it. It's kind of the same with motivation, I feel. So you can't, it, it's not possible to be motivated like 100% of the time for the entire period of your life. Like you can't just pull motivation out when you when you want it because there's so many other factors that come into play when it comes to motivation, like how you feel, what your current situation is, where you are, what you're working on, what your deadlines are. You know, it, there's a lot of things that come into feeling motivated. So yeah, similar to what we talked about last week, I think a little bit in terms of you can't just expect to be motivated whenever you want to be. It doesn't work like that, I don't feel. No, it doesn't. But also, just like I think we talked about uh, when we talked about inspiration, I think there's definitely things you can do to encourage motivation oh, within yeah. yourself. Like I don't think you can use lack of motivation as an excuse it's be super easy to right to be like oh no I'm just not feeling it today not motivated so not going to do that work but I think there's definitely things you can do to get yourself into that motivated mood like you can try and help yourself in a way I think motivation comes a lot down to your mindset and I'm not sure if you'll definitely. agree with me I'm good uh, <laughs> I do <laughs> you know Feeling motivated or being motivated, I think, comes down to, yeah, being a positive person, uh, having goals, having like clear like paths and, and where you want to go and what you want to do and what you want to be known for and having that positive mindset of feeling like you can achieve it, feeling like you believe in yourself and having the courage to, to do it. Definitely I would agree with that. It, that's not to say though that positive people you know like you and I are can't feel unmotivated at times mm -hmm. because that does sometimes happen and like I said for me that's because of a break in the routine generally that's when that happens but because of our mindsets I think we can often try and get it back you know we're not gonna sit there and wallow in it and feel sorry for ourselves because we're feeling unmotivated I suppose and we're gonna try and do something to get to get that back so quite often I mean, this is kind of an assumption here, but I feel like quite often people are motivated by a particular goal that they have. So whether that's, I don't know, it could be get this much money or get this much followers, which I don't think is a great motivational goal. But, you know, there, usually there's some kind of goal there that's driving you forward. And have you ever had it where you've reached that goal and then felt a bit lost? Or, or like, how would you... What would your advice be for someone that's motivated by a certain goal and then reaches it, and and then what? Well, I mean, I guess I've I mean I've definitely achieved goals in my life, but I feel like the type of person I am that when I'm on the way to accomplishing another goal, 
one goal, sorry, I've already got the other one in mind. So there's always something else to aim for. I've never felt like I've reached the finish line, you know, and been like, now what? Yeah, that comes down to that mindset, right? Of always like looking further ahead and, you know, yeah. long term, long term vision of things. Actually, that yeah, maybe that's a really good topic that we should talk about next week. What do you think? Long term thinking. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be a really good one, like mindset in general and long-term planning and, and visions because I feel like that that's super important when it comes to side projects and being a creator, right? Like you got to have that long-term mindset to, to be in it to win it. If, if you're only going to try blogging for a month, you're probably not going to experience any positive results from that. So I think it comes a lot down to, to long-term vision and mindset. Yeah, let's let's talk deeper about that next week because that long-term thinking definitely plays a part in being a motivated person, I think. So what motivates you then? I think it would be good to share a little bit what motivates each of us in terms of our side projects. So you want to share? Yeah, my goals motivate me and my projects themselves motivate me. Like I feel like I just want to achieve great things like I want to do the best I can and I've got ideas and you know plans for the type of life that I want to lead so that's what motivates me to keep working towards it because I know that I can only get those things if I work hard and that no one's going to come and hand them to me I have to be the one to work for it so if I really want it then I've got I've got to be the one to do it and that's what motivates me a lot of the time also just on a completely different topic I think but People's reactions to things motivates me. I've found since starting my YouTube channel, which has, you know, been really growing in subscribers lately, and it's meant I'm getting more followers on Twitter and basically just having more and more conversations with people throughout the day, which is really cool, especially because as an introvert, I love having conversations with people over like a typed format. <laughs> but people's reactions to things I create or just the conversations that I have with them is really motivating for me, especially when people ask me questions and then I know that I can make a video about it to answer not only their question, but perhaps help out anyone else who has the same question. Those sorts of things I find really motivating. It's like really fulfilling. And, you know, does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, no, that does make sense. I mean, as with anything, if you have a YouTube channel or a blog or, or whatever, Having people reading it and responding to it and engaging in a conversation about it and, and sharing if their positive feedback, of course, is going to motivate and encourage you to do more of that, right? Yeah. That's what's happening with our podcast too, is every week we're getting more and more replies to our questions. And that's just so encouraging and motivating for us to, to keep going and, and to keep producing these episodes. And I think because I've got the other factor that motivates me is, you know, my working towards my goals and wanting to achieve things, that's just within myself, whether anyone else pays attention or not. I think that's why it still works, because if you're only motivated by people's feedback, that's really hard when you start out, right? Because not everyone's looking at your stuff yet. So there has to be something else that drives you. But once you get going, yeah, that, that feedback from people is really valuable for motivation. I think for me, what motivates me is my future self. <laughs> and yeah, I see that. I, I think also a lot of it is fear and like fear of turning out to be someone that I don't want to be or someone that's done something that I'm not particularly proud of or, Ooh, interesting. or that fear of, of feeling like I could have done more. And I, I actually put a tweet out about this a couple of weeks ago where I said that my biggest fear at the moment is looking back on my 20s and feeling like I wasted it. 
And for me, that's currently my biggest motivation. I, I've heard from a lot of people uh, who are a post twenties, uh, feeling like they wasted it, and all they did was, you know, hang out with mates and go to parties, and you know, just like bummed around. That's probably a really Kiwi thing to say, but <laughs> basically, that means just you know, not really doing anything or not ve- feeling that motivated and just enjoying life. Which there's nothing wrong with that, but for me, that's not how I want to look back on my twenties. So. I guess that comes down to my future self motivating me and and feeling like I should be really be making the most of this time now and using it wisely to to get further ahead and prepare a better future life for myself. I think that's a really respectable motivation, you know, that's super forward thinking. I have a question that's might be slightly off topic, but I wonder if you can answer. Would you feel like you've wasted your 20s, do you think, if you only worked like if it was 100% hustle time because I personally would feel like that you know that's the other extreme and I would feel like that's wasting it as well just like doing nothing would be wasting it I feel like doing too much would be wasting it because I want to be able to travel and you know explore the world while I'm still young and you know all my joints work so I wonder if that's the same for you I don't know if I'd feel like I wasted it because I I wouldn't see all of that work and effort and and gaining knowledge and experience as a waste but I might feel as though oh like maybe I could have been a bit more relaxed or given myself a bit more time off or whatever but then again if I did that then maybe I wouldn't be where I am at that point so I don't know it's one of those really hard like hindsight questions that at the moment I I don't know if I have an answer it's, yeah, it's really enough. hard. I mean, I'm happy right now and I think that's what's important. So I think I have to remind myself in the future when I'm asking myself that question is, you know, was I happy and was I was I enjoying what I was doing? And if the answer was yes, then maybe that wasn't a waste. Yeah, and for the record, I think that you've got a pretty good balance right now. You know, we just went away and you went travelling with your friends earlier in the year. So I think you're hitting the balance right. Oh, thanks, Charlie, for that lovely seal of <laughs> approval. <laughs> Not that you need my approval. <laughs> the other thing that motivates me is my parents. And not necessarily in a like, they're not like texting me uh, quotes of motivation and inspiration, but just in general, I've always looked up to them and they are very hardworking people. They, at one point in time, they ran three businesses while I was a child. So they have always been very hardworking. And I think growing up in that sort of environment where my parents sort of instilled those values early on, uh, you know, those values of like, I can do anything, you know, the world's your oyster, just got to work hard and, and you'll find success and don't let anyone stand in your way, etc. You know, those kind of values got instilled in me very, very early on as I watched my parents move from the Netherlands to New Zealand, you know, completely the other side of the world in the early 90s and start their own businesses. So that's always been a motivating factor for me as well. That's awesome. That's cool to have those sorts of role models in your life. And it doesn't have to be your parents too. It could be anyone that you look up to, even if you don't personally know them, that you're really motivating to see what other people achieve. Yeah, there's plenty of like really motivating and creative people that I follow on Twitter or, or people I know in real life, like like you, for example, that, oh, shucks. <laughs> you know, it's it's really encouraging to be around those positive mindset, motivating people, seeing those around me 
hustle and work hard and, and be happy at what they're doing, of course, is encouraging me to, to do the same. So now that we've talked about what does motivate us, I, I, like I shared at the start of this podcast, what things that can have a negative impact on my motivation is like a break in my routine. What are some of the things that can you know, hinder your motivation? A few things. Uh, yeah, I guess a break in routine obviously can really mess it up, uh, for lack of better terms. Yeah. Also, I think tiredness and just like feeling exhausted. Like at the end of the day, if I haven't posted what I wanted to post, that can be really, really hard to find the motivation to go and do that, even if I haven't started it. <laughs> well, especially if I haven't started it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like tiredness in general like mood can really have an effect on that and I think also sometimes imposter syndrome I'm, I might have an idea for something and and personally internally feel really motivated to do it but then maybe when I start looking into it a bit more and you know then I sort of realize how difficult it might be or like how amateur I am at that thing that can put a stop in my motivation and I'm hoping that that's not going to happen with my magazine summer project idea, which I shared last week, because it's something that at the moment I'm really motivated to do. uh, And I'm hoping imposter syndrome doesn't hold me back from that. Well, I think because you recognize that that could be a thing, you know, that affects it, maybe you'll be on the lookout for it and it won't affect you so much because you'll be able to see it coming rather than it, you know, just suddenly striking you. We'll see. (laughs) Is there any other things that that you find put a stop in your motivation, apart from break and routine? I think exhaustion as well can break my motivation. And sometimes just seeing things that other people are doing that I want to be doing, that I find that, you know, technically you'd think that would be quite motivating, but sometimes I find it hinders that because I'm like, oh, what am I doing? It's not fair, you know. Why aren't I doing that? Maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. So maybe that's imposter syndrome as well. I don't know. Or just feeling like I'm on the wrong path and a hesitation to keep going forwards if I'm not 100% sure it's the right direction. So this might be a little segue, but if you have that feeling, say you're halfway through something and you start experiencing those feelings, do you give up or do you like push through or what, what do you do? I wouldn't say I give up, but I would sometimes change track. Like I'm not incredibly afraid to let go of things that I've been working on if I work out that they're not the right thing to be doing because I'd rather get it right than, you know, finish something that isn't what I wanted it to be. So I'm more likely to step back and look at something and work out, okay, what do I actually want to achieve here and change paths if I need to. Yeah, that sounds smart. We asked our listeners what, are some of the biggest hindrances to hindrances to their motivation. And we got some really good responses. Can I read some out? Yeah, yeah. Please share. So Natasha said that feeling overwhelmed and not knowing where to start is what is a barrier to her motivation. She said that lists help her to organise things, but they end up getting so long that she gets scared. So that sounds a bit like what you said, Fem, about the fear of, of things. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... It can be at either or. Having a long list can either be super encouraging because maybe you look at it and you have all these exciting things on there that you're excited to do and so that could motivate you to to get through them. Or like Natasha said, it could be completely the opposite. It could be fear. It could be completely paralyzing to see that entire long list of things you want to do and just feeling completely paralyzed as to where and how to start. 
Yeah, I find normally, for the most part, to-do lists are really motivating for me. Like, that is what gets me out of bed in the morning is knowing that the night before or, you know, earlier that week I had made a list of the things that I need to get done and I want to get up and start achieving them. But there is a point that I haven't quite worked out exactly where it is yet, but there is a point where the list gets too long and it just becomes like, well, where do I even start with this, you know? Yeah. I don't know if I have a solution, really. I think... We all feel overwhelmed sometimes, especially as people with side projects and always having a lot on the go. And I think we've touched on this in a previous episode maybe, but if you're not sure where to start, like breaking it down into individual tasks, it makes it much more achievable. So instead of having like start a blog, you know, breaking that down to all the individual things that you have to do could help motivate you to actually get started because it's taking that huge scary idea and breaking it down into something much more achievable yeah when they're like small tasks they don't seem so scary yeah yeah that would be my advice Sasha said that interruptions from other people is what affects her motivation she's a bit solitary so if someone else's presence isn't planned it can really disrupt and that's one that I didn't think about until now but that definitely affects me as well. Maybe not my motivation so much as my focus, but other people can really have an effect on that. Yeah, I don't know if interruptions would affect my long-term motivation, but my short-term motivation, which may be I need to get this thing done and I feel really motivated to do it, and then being interrupted, that obviously can definitely stop that motivation because you're distracted by something else. Mm. Melissa, just like we talked about before, has said that tiredness and exhaustion is a problem for her, gets to the point where she just has nothing left. And that's, you know, that feeling of having an empty tank, right, can be difficult to feel motivated when you're feeling so, like, lacking energy inside. Yeah, I think that's the point where it's like the true test of, like, how motivated are you? Like, how far are you willing to go or how dedicated are you to do this thing? If you're at like that super low point where you're like so tired, so exhausted, you've been running around all day and done all these chores and the day job and all of that. And it comes down to the end of the day. What, what motivation do you have left inside of you to do that thing that, that you want to do? Even if it's just a tiny little bit of it, like that's great. Then you should, try and try and try and do that thing but I think that's really like the true test of like if you're not feeling motivated to do it then that's going to be hard to do that thing long term because there's going to be so many days when you're going to feel that way. Maybe now is a good time to talk about what we do when we're lacking motivation to help get it back I suppose. Any tips to share Fem? What, what happens to you when you know you're feeling either the fear or you know you're exhausted how do you get the motivation back? It's a really hard question because I think it comes a lot down to self-doubt as well and and how you feel about yourself and, you know, your own mental health in a way. Uh, So if I'm not feeling very motivated, it's likely that I'm tired, exhausted, self-doubting myself, feeling a bit crappy maybe. Uh, So getting out of that, I, I don't know if I have like a one solution or thing that I do, but I think it just comes down to like refocusing my mind and reminding myself why I'm doing this, like what what this means to me and what the benefit will be if I just push through and continue what I'm doing. And sometimes that could come from like external encouragement as well, maybe from like you or Owen or someone else around me that can obviously see that I'm feeling a little 
unmotivated and just that extra like little push of encouragement from those people around you I think can have a really positive effect on on encouraging you to keep going I don't know do you, do you find the same or is it something different for you yeah in a way it's I think getting motivation back is about trying to get back into the right mindset because when you're feeling unmotivated you've fallen out of that so you've got to you know try your best to get it back somehow I think that motivation for me comes from the work that I do Motivation is a habit, I think, that is formed by doing the work. So, for example, when I get up in the mornings, I don't feel very motivated. And we've talked about before how I will spend several minutes on my phone scrolling through Twitter before I get up. And that's because I'm just not feeling motivated. But I force myself to get up and go over to my computer and look at my to-do list. And that's what motivates me to get going. You know, actually starting is what motivates me to continue. And it can be really hard to just start. But I know that once I do, the motivation will start coming when I, you know, get into the groove and start realizing and like you said, remembering why I do this. Yeah, that's actually a super good point is like just starting can be super motivating. If you're starting on something new, once you start, it's kind of that like, you know, you get the ball rolling kind of idea, Mm. right? And like it becomes more exciting and you get more encouragement to do it. So, yeah, I think that's a super good point to bring up. Like if you're feeling unmotivated, the worst thing you can do, I think, is is nothing and just yeah. give into it. Yeah. If you're feeling unmotivated, not working is giving in to that feeling. So starting something can hopefully bring it back. So we also asked our listeners, do you ever find yourself lacking from motivation and how do you overcome it? So here's what they had to say. Dan said, reminding myself of my passion and finding inspiration. Sometimes you have to go and do something totally new and different. And I think that that, that's a good point. Like sometimes if we are feeling a little bit, maybe we don't remember why why we got ourselves into this thing in the first place and feeling like that, then reminding yourself of, of why you did it is helpful. Yeah, maybe that could be described as zooming out. So when you're working on something and you're feeling unmotivated, you're looking at this small task, you know, you're looking at it on quite a micro level. But if you zoom out and see the bigger picture of what you're trying to achieve and where this project sits in your whole plan or timeline or whatever, that could really help bring it back when you see the reason why you're doing something. Ilsa said, I listen to podcasts where animators and artists share how they got to where they are now and that really motivates and inspires me. I definitely have this as well, listening to other podcasts or or other creatives whether that's you know on Twitter or or talking to them in real life and hearing their story and how they came to where they are now can be super inspiring and and motivating. Definitely and that's like we were talking before about having role models that you get motivation from seeing what other people achieve can be really useful to give you a boost to that motivation. Yeah, Hannah said something similar in that she said she's prone to procrastination and so she tries to watch videos that inspire and motivate her to be productive. That's cool. That's like taking your procrastination and turning it into a positive. Yeah. Uh, And lastly, this is a tweet from my mum, actually. I thought this was so cute Uh, (laughs) that she's taking part. Yeah, I think this is more of just a general tweet that she wanted to share and she said, Passion plus inspiration equals motivation. I love that. Your mum is one smart lady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with that equation and not just because she's my mum. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
that is motivation at the end of the day, I think. You have to be passionate about something and inspired by the idea of it to feel motivated to do it, right? Yeah, totally. So if you forget either of those things, that's when motivation doesn't work and that's why you have to remind yourself of the reasons why you're doing something and perhaps start doing it so that you remember why you love doing it. Also in response to that question of asking our listeners how they overcome lacking motivation, Jill sent in an email because I think she had more to say than it would fit in a tweet. And she said that nine times out of 10, she's able to motivate herself through her own goal setting and work process. So just like us, like we've been talking about. But when that doesn't happen, it's usually because she's fatigued mentally, emotionally, physically, etc. And or let outside influences shake her confidence or focus. So it really does sound like we all have similar struggles with this, right? That's what I'm realizing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exhaustion and focus can definitely, definitely stop motivation. And the confidence part is what you were saying about imposter syndrome affecting the motivation you feel as well. Yeah. And and that's the worst place to be as a creative feeling imposter syndrome, lack of focus and exhaustion, like all of those three feelings at the same time. I feel like that's like, yeah, you kind of hit a bit of a low as a creative because yeah, you, those three things can really drag you down, especially when you're feeling them all together and getting out of that can be really hard. She went on to say that, for example, when she's in that state, she's more affected by something not working out the way she wants it to or not knowing how to do something or having to wait on something else. You know, hitting a wall, I suppose, in this state feels more of a big deal when you're not feeling this motivation. Yeah, you kind of feel like, oh, you know, like, oh, again, why is this not working? Like you just get frustrated and it's really hard to move forward. I really liked what she said about how she deals with it is that she usually opts to take a nap, feel sorry for herself for a bit and then get over it and carry on. Yeah, that's that's that positive mindset coming in to save you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So like you can wallow for a little bit if you need to. It can be really hard to move on immediately, but eventually you have just got to get over it and move on. Yeah, that's the key, right? You have to move on because otherwise you're just going to be stuck in that in that phase of feeling super unmotivated. So. Yeah, for the most part, too, I think the motivation comes from yourself. You know, like I said before about you can't use motivation or lack of it as an excuse. It's up to you to get it back again. You can't wait for, you know, some outside influence or higher power or whatever to bring the motivation to you. You have to do whatever you can to find it. Totally. And that's a super good point in terms of saying that you can't rely on someone else to feel motivated it is really something that comes from within so if you're relying on someone else to to keep that motivation going then I don't know I think that's putting you in a bit of a dangerous position yeah definitely not related to side projects but I have this when it comes to exercise I only work out these days with my sister because I feel like that's the only way that I will go downstairs and you know turn on the workout videos because I know that she's going to be there waiting with to go through it with me as well so if she doesn't show up do you still do it no way (laughs) (laughs) see that's a really good example actually yeah if, if one of us is busy you know like this morning I'm recording a podcast instead of working out so I don't know I think she might work out without me she's much more motivated in that sense than I am (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good example though of yeah having relying on someone or something else for motivation yeah in terms of workouts like 
I don't know. I think I think it's nice to do that with someone anyway. Uh, but when it comes to side projects or like if you're doing something individually and just relying on this external thing for motivation, like you're not necessarily doing it with that person, you're just relying on them without them knowing, then yeah, I think that uh, is a bit dangerous. Yeah, it's not a good situation to be in. We had Katie tweet us some questions that I think we should answer. She said that, have you ever experienced long periods of time that you felt unmotivated to do any work, specifically in freelance or side projects? And if so, how do you get yourself out of the rut and find enjoyment again? So I think there's different levels of this lack of motivation, right? There's that perhaps in the mornings when you first wake up and you're just not really feeling it that day. But there can be times, perhaps it's creative block or something else that's happening where you get in this rut of just not feeling motivated. Well, for me anyway, have, have you ever been through that, Femme? Yeah, I read this question before we started recording and I I had to think about it for a little while because for me, side projects are super motivating and if I wasn't motivated by them, I wouldn't be doing them. And so I don't know if I really experience lack of motivation when it comes to them, but like you, you know, maybe it, it's the smaller things that that I struggle with. So like getting up or posting that Instagram post, like those small things can be fine the can be hard to find the motivation to do but the big picture stuff like wanting to do a magazine or wanting to do a weekly newsletter I don't feel like I ever lack motivation to do those things that's good that's good I've had this not recently I feel like in the past few years I haven't really struck this rut of just feeling unmotivated for weeks on end you know but I have definitely in the past and can I share a story? Can I just talk for yeah, a little bit? Yeah, story time. We need a little okay. jingle to like indicate it's story time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, so I've always been the type of person who likes doing side projects and other stuff, right? All throughout university, I would make little type graphics and things. You know, I started my t-shirt company when I was in university just because I just really like doing things and I always have ideas that I want to act on. But I would go through you know, weeks or perhaps months on end where I'd start little projects and not really finish them. And it wasn't until really, I think it was my YouTube channel. And perhaps when I like relaunched my clothing company several years ago and decided to start trying to take it a bit more seriously. When I did those things, I feel like I got into a groove with side projects. Like I found the ones that suit me and then I've been able to add many more side projects to them over the years that I've been able to keep going with and keep feeling motivated with. But what I struggled with earlier on was that I wasn't doing the type of projects that really I found fulfilling, I suppose. I didn't know what I was doing with them. I wasn't focused on them enough and I, I didn't really know how to plan and make steps to achieve them. And that just left me in a bit of a rut because I felt a little bit lost, I suppose. So I had a lot of things I started and didn't finish. But finding the right side projects for me is what has allowed me to get out of it, I think. So do you think having all those like quote unquote failed side projects is what motivated you more? Like, do you think that encouraged you more to find the project that you know that you would be really passionate about? Not really in a way. And that probably sounds weird, but I was always be starting things like it was just normal for me to start lots of things. And then they sort of not all of a sudden come to a halt, but more like trickle off, if that makes sense. 
like that was just that was just what I did. That was just normal. So it was kind of weird when I settled on a project that just kept on going. I kind of think that my YouTube channel and the you know motivation I've found with that is what has kept my t-shirt business going though, because I've seen that when I work on something and you know when I put the time into it, I can have success. You know, said in quotation marks or whatever, because what does that even mean? But so that's what's inspired me to keep going with the t-shirt business, even though it's not, you know, wildly successful and getting loads of sales and things because I really love doing it. So I've seen that if I just put the time and effort in, I can make small improvements and eventually grow. See, that's interesting because the whole time that I've known you, you've always been a really, like, I've known you to be super consistent. I've never seen you start a project and not follow through. That's because I don't share those ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just do them under the radar. Yeah, pretty much. Like I'd perhaps create a wallpaper for my computer or something and then think, yeah, this is really great. This could be a series. You know, I could put one out every month and then it, I never end up doing any more. Or like um, several years ago, many years ago now actually, I made calendars and sold them through Liner Note Kids, which is my t-shirt company. And then I had plans to do that again another year and I just sort of never got around to it. Like it just got too late and I was making plans but not starting on them yet. You know, just those sorts of things. I just always have ideas that don't get acted on so much. But these days since I've, I suppose, formed the habit of being motivated and working on things, I've found it much easier to follow through, I guess. So now that I've just heard you say that, I think it's important to mention that a lack of motivation for something isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like maybe that's a sign. Maybe that's a sign that, oh, this thing isn't really for you or maybe now's not the time or that kind of stuff. Like I don't think you should see it as a failure if, if you stop doing something because of lack of motivation. I don't think that's a failure. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. I think that motivation is something that you can find if you really want to. So if you're not even finding the motivation to find the motivation, then that is probably a sign. So I think it's pretty obvious for people listening that you and I are pretty motivated people. And I think we've sort of touched on in this episode about what motivation means to us, where we find it, how we overcome it. I think a lot of it is to do with that positive mindset, which we'll be touching on next week. But for now, I think, you know, I think that's enough. And we've had some really good tweet responses as well. So thank you to everybody who, who replied to our tweets. It's always awesome to see new people coming in on the tweets. So sometimes we have some regulars, but if you haven't replied to one of our tweets before but want to, please do so because we love hearing from new people. Yeah, don't be shy. <laughs> so, Charlie, where can people go on Twitter to find us? We can be found on Twitter at DesignLifeFM. We're always tweeting out questions to do with next week's topic as well, so you can get a little sneak preview, I suppose, of what upcoming episodes are and, yeah, take part in the conversation. And if you enjoy these episodes, we would love it if you would tweet about it. Sharing and getting the word out there about this podcast means a lot to us, and we'd love the podcast to be shared. If you have a friend that you think could really benefit from what we talk about in the podcast, please share it with them. Yeah, I really love it when we see our Twitter handle being mentioned in response to 
people asking for podcasts hosted by females and someone's like, oh, have you seen Design Life? That always makes me so happy because I feel like that's why we started this podcast. We felt like there was a void in the design podcast world. So it's great that people are enjoying listening to us. And if you want to keep listening to us, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or you can visit our website, which is designlife.fm. And there you can sign up to our newsletter, which goes out every Monday, letting you know that there's a new episode. So we will see you in the next one. <laughs> see you next week, Charlie. Bye, fam. Bye. Bye.